I think we just figured out the hashtag for this episode is slipperiness. Hashtag slipperiness. <laughs> slipperiness. <laughs> yep. TM. Let me put a TM, TM on there. TM, right. <laughs> TM, Chris Davis. Right. Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, where we talk about how to design, automate, and scale your business to the next level using sales and marketing automation. You can find out all the tips, tactics, and techniques you need to get more customers and sell more stuff over at theactivemarketer.com. Now, here's your host, Barry Moore. Welcome to the Active Marketer Podcast, the podcast that's all about sales funnels and marketing automation. We have a repeat guest back this week because I love talking to him. He's a great guy. It's Chris Davis, the head of marketing automation over there at Lead Pages. And he's going to share his tips for building the perfect follow up sequence. But before we do that, we're going to do a little bit of the shameless social proof segment where we read out your five star iTunes reviews. This week, we've got one from Australia from Ronsley. He says, Five stars. This podcast does a great job. He says, this podcast does a great job. He tells the truth, is entertaining, provides value. This was a refreshing contrast. This is one of the truly useful and informative podcasts. I love that this show is here to keep me updated of the best tools of sales, marketing, automation. Thank you very much, Ronsley. I really appreciate it. If you want me to read your name out on a future episode, by all means, head over to iTunes or Stitcher. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. It also helps drive the podcast up in the rankings in iTunes, which makes it easier for people to find all this great sales and marketing automation information. So this week, we got Chris Davis back to talk about the perfect follow-up sequence. So let's jump straight into the interview. All right. I'd like to welcome back to the show, marketing automation superstar, Chris Davis. Chris, how are you? Barry, I am excited to be back and honored that you brought me back. <laughs> Always fun to talk to you, man, and uh, get insights as to what you're doing and what's happening over there at Lead Pages. Yes. And um, just, you know, there's a few people out there that I follow in marketing automation. You're definitely one of them because you're always putting out some killer advice. So I thought we'd get you back. Uh, getting a lot of new people coming on board, wanting to know uh, where to start, how to start. Um, we've got a new yeah. case study series running as well, but um, that was really all about how you get up and running. So now let's talk about how you craft your first lead gen sequence. Does that sound cool? Yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing, Barry. Um, and so uh, just quickly, I, I know Lead Pages is uh, getting ready for a live event. How's that going? It It is going uh, easy for me because all <laughs> I have to do is show up. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's the easy and exciting part uh, that I get to engage with people. You, you know, I, I love engaging with people, figuring out where they're stuck and just helping them move on. So I get to interact one on one with a lot of our customers. Um, so it's exciting, man. I probably get to meet Pat Flynn in person for the first time ever and uh, a couple other marketers there, top marketers. So can you I'm excited sure, about that. Can you make sure Pat stops periscoping for a little while? <laughs> he'll probably be periscoping he, sure he, <laughs> he was in brisbane recently actually which is about an hour down the road from me and he was oh, per nice. periscoping the whole time like he got lost in the middle of the city he was looking for diapers or something and he's doing a periscope and i just happened to click oh, on it wow. and i was like what is going on here <laughs> it's an interesting tool it'd be fun it's going to be interesting to see where that all settles out oh yeah yeah definitely day. All right, so let's talk about lead gen sequences. I know you got some great ones over there at Lead Pages and, and some of the ones yes. you created for your own businesses. Um, yes. So pretend I'm a newbie. Pretend, pretend I don't know where to start. What's the first thing I should be doing when I consider setting up my first lead gen sequence? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I, I like the newbie approach because even us advanced users can use a gentle reminder that it all starts with your product. Absolutely must have a product or a clear destination. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it has to be clear where you have to know where you want to take somebody. Okay. And how I look at it is your follow-up is a slippery slide. All right. That means that somebody should sit down by opting in and be able to just smoothly go along to the destination that you've determined. Okay. And the amount of slipperiness or how slippery that slide is, is essentially how effective your copy is. And that's a way of saying you have to know who you're talking to and what they want. If you have those two things, you your follow-up sequence will be extremely strong. Uh, and I would argue better than most people that you follow <laughs> if you uh, if you get that right. So um, with that as the foundation, the entry point, of course, is the lead magnet. And anyone who follows me knows that I take the mystery out of creating your lead magnet because it is a piece of your product. So the simplest thing is to think of a book. If you're selling a book, give away a chapter, okay? So that what you're giving away is a subset of the product itself so that when somebody consumes your lead magnet and your follow-up there it's buying your product is a no-brainer and the confusion has been eliminated yeah absolutely absolutely i like yep. to use the kind of the train metaphor right nobody starts building a railroad without knowing where the tracks are going first there <laughs> so, you go there you then, go <laughs> you know your lead magnet's the first station on that on that train line and it's going to take you to the next station and the next station and the next station yeah exactly I think we just figured out the hashtag for this episode is slipperiness. Hashtag slipperiness. <laughs> slipperiness. Yep. <laughs> TM. Let me put a TM, TM on TM, there. Right. <laughs> TM, Chris Davis. Right. So, so now that we we understand that you need a lead magnet, uh, and to demystify what a lead magnet is, something that you're going to give away for free. Call it whatever you want to, but you're going to give it away for free. So, be prepared for that. A lot of people starting off, they you know they want to hold everything like it's important. Uh, give it away from free. There's more where that came from. You'll improve as time goes on. So you have your lead magnet. And a common question that I get is, okay, once I get their email, how many emails do I send them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Uh, five, seven, eight. And there is no answer for this. That's what makes it really hard. But I've come up with a framework to make it very simple to get started. So I always recommend for your lead magnet, the easiest way to create a lead magnet is like five ways to do something you know how to do to get something they want. Right. So five things to use marketing automation to scale your business or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, so you've got five things and that is going to set the number of emails that you're going to send. All right. So if I've got five things, I'm going to send five emails. It's a very simple framework to use. And it uh, automatically answers that question and removes a hurdle so that you can keep moving. Okay? Five things to get more slipperiness in your marketing. There you go. Make your marketing more slippery. That's you know, right. Whatever. Yeah, and yep. I just I just want to leap back to something you said there quickly before we mm-hmm. gloss over it. But there is no right answer, right? Everyone says, "Oh, you know, how many emails oh. do I send? What do they say?" There's no right answer. If you look at all, you know, guys who who do killer marketing, you know, Andre Chaperone, Ben Settle, right? Andre yep. does it completely different to Ben, and Ben does it completely different to Andre. You know, Ben's sending every day, and most of his yep. emails aren't really about much of it. It's a bunch of anything, but yeah. they work for, for, for Ben, right? And then Andre yep. crafts his to the nth degree and he creates a huge story and they work for Andre, right? So um, there isn't one thing that works for everybody. You have to kind of tie it yes. back to your product. And you have to kind of tie it back to yourself and how authentically does it does it match who you are as a person and as a business owner? So yeah, as Absolutely. Said, there's no right answers, but there's good places to start. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and we can't get away from the basics of business, supply and demand. What you want to do is as the demand increases, so should your supply. So if, if people want more email from you, <laughs> give them more email. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, uh, let, you know, I, I just love keeping business very simple. And uh, when, you know, like you're, like you're saying, uh, there's no perfect answer. There's no right way. I have, I have one sequence right now that's live. It's 420 emails. Holy 420. <laughs> 420. Then I have another one that's three, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> They're two totally different audiences. And guess what? They both have over a 40% open rate. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah. So you know, they're both it's, working, it's, obviously. There you go. There you go. But I know what my following wants to hear from me. So, um, as I said in the foundation piece, you, that, that is a critical piece to this because that's going to guide your copy so that you're writing what they want to hear. So for sure, for sure. All right. So yeah, yep. we've, we've got the, our lead magnet, the five things to make your marketing more yep. slipperier. It's more. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, yep. And then we've got the follow-up sequence, which is five emails. So are you just reiterating those five points from the lead magnet? There you go. Oh, there you go. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> simple, right? So we're going to, now we've got their email. We have an opportunity. We don't have the time on a landing page because we need their email. Yeah. But now we have it. We have time to expound on those five points. And the strategist in me will not allow anybody to expound on those points without tying them into the product. Okay? Yeah. And and what what does that look like, Chris? That means a call to action in every single email. And the call to action in each one of these emails should be to get them to make the next step, which is to purchase your product. Yeah, for sure. Are you going straight for the call to action to purchase or are you, you know, are there, are you, are you ramping that up as the five go? Like one might be just to get them to reply and then the next one's to some more information. Right, right. right. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'll, I'll dive into what the sequence should do, but, but normally my welcome email, I don't include that in the five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the welcome email is the email they get immediately. Um, and uh, after that, yeah, I, you know, start with your your five points and each point tied to your product. Uh, and, and a lot of times right now, uh, if you're starting out, you're scared to ask. Yeah, for sure. And I'll just say closed mouth doesn't get fed. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to starve to death. In fact, I would actually like to flip that dynamic. It, it, it really comes from a, a, a lower self-view um, on in your business. Instead, I would like to say that people are waiting for you to offer it to them. Yeah. They don't know it exists. They and ask, they you know, they just they just gave you their email address, which everyone guards <laughs> really, really tightly, right? Yes. Yes. It's like they've, you know, like they've agreed to go out on a date with you. So lean in for the kiss, man. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I how, how would you, I, I, I can't remember what, I, I think it's like, I, I rather live with remorse, not some, I can't remember this, the saying, but it's something about, I rather do it than regret not doing it. Uh, there's a fancy saying, and I would hate to be on a date with one of the most beautiful women in the world. And she's ready. Yeah, She's got lip gloss on, <laughs> she's got the, the breath mint in. And the only reason why I didn't get the kiss is because I didn't ask for it. That's oh right. my God. I couldn't live with that, Barry. I couldn't live with that. That's right. Hence, I'm married today. So stop being a wussy and just sell. <laughs> um, and I think I want to loop back to something quickly, um, yep. and which probably ties into why you set up your sequence this way. Is you know, as marketers, as business owners, as product creators, we all craft our little babies and send them out into the world as lead magnets. And someone's yep. downloaded it, and hooray! You get the little notification that someone's downloaded your lead magnet. 
don't assume that they've read it at all. <laughs> right? Oh, it probably oh, ends up, most of the time, it probably ends up in a folder with the other, other hundred lead magnets they've downloaded and not read, right? So exactly. a, another reason to hit them up in the emails with the main points from your lead magnet because you can't just assume that they've read it. There you go. Exactly. And it ties into why you're going to use those five points. It's less work for you. You're not hitting them with something new and you're taking into account the fact that if that they didn't read it and if they did read it, it'll be even more powerful because you'll be reiterating what they read. Cool. Yeah. So, so uh, let's talk about those emails. And so what's in the welcome email? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so your sequence, your, your sequence that you're building, it should engage them early. Well, first it should deliver the promise. I don't want to. Over, I don't want to gloss over that. Like you told them, you're going to give them an ebook. Please give them the ebook. Seriously, do not not give them the ebook. Um, after that, you want to engage them early because early engagement will increase the responsiveness of your list and its hygiene. Okay, so in that first email, your main objective is to get them to reply or click a link. Either one of those is going to give you a better reputation with your uh, email sending service. Uh, so get a reply or get a link clicked. Uh, a reply is stronger because now how they're gauging you know, reputation is they're treating when someone replies to you as more, it has more juice or, or a bigger reputation. But if someone clicks a link, you've proven that it can enter their inbox. They can open it and they clicked it. So you're training them to take action. So engage them early is, is what that welcome email yeah, should do. Yeah, for sure. And if you can get both, boom, even better. There um, you go. Just a quick question on that lead magnet delivery. So are you sending them? So, well, first of all, are you doing single or double opt-in off of those? Yes. So, so Barry, this, this is uh, what I was so excited to come on here and share is I'm doing, <laughs> watch this, a manual automatic double opt-in. Ouch, that sounds painful, man. <laughs> so I call it the single double. That's the easy way to say it, the single double. It is single opt-in in nature, but it has the same results or the same uh, effect of as a double opt-in. I'm just in control. So I, it's really simple. I'm going to show you how to do it in a minute, and I'm going to give you guys all a nice little gift to help you implement it for yourselves. Awesome, awesome. Um, just before we get to the single double, triple backflip. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in that welcome, deliver your yep. uh, deliver on your promise thing. Are you sending them to kind of a completion page where they can download the lead magnet from there, or are you sending yeah, it in um, an email as a link, or are you doing both? Yeah. So me personally, and of course, there's two ways. To do it. It, it all depends on my objective. Most of the time, I'm not delivering the magnet on the thank you page. That's something I have never done. Uh, I've seen people do it, and it works well but I don't do it. I'd always deliver it to them in email. Um, so that welcome email will have the lead, the link for the magnet in there for them to download uh, with an engagement call to action to reply and or click. As you see, that's how I get them to click in the first email. Sure. So uh, yeah, always in the email for me. Okay, cool. Yeah. And all right, let's go back to the, what did, what did you call it? The single double, what was it? Yeah, the single double. The single uh, double. <laughs> <laughs> is what I call it. And, and one thing uh, I didn't mention, I, I want you all to keep in your mind 
when you're building your 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 follow up sequence is that you know everybody talks about marketing people um, is to establish tr- gain credibility by establishing trust people buy things from people they know trust and like you know or whatnot and to really keep that simple for a lot of you is understand that the best thing you can do is educate the people in your follow up sequence if you can turn on the light bulb in their brain. You will forever be the owner of that information, and it will all they will always be tied to you in some way. So it doesn't matter uh, you know what they what they uh, have heard from other people. If you can educate them in a way where a, like the switch turns on, they will you will forever be held at a high point uh, or high value in their minds. And Barry, I see this all the time with your course. <laughs> your active campaign <laughs> course on Udemy. Every time somebody goes through that course, they walk away enlightened. And then, you know, like when they jump into the community, they're like, Barry, you're a rock star. <laughs> and it's because you were the first one to turn on that light. So if in your follow-up sequence, be thinking about this as you're writing out your emails, you know, what can I, what can I give them to really make a light turn on, like the switch click? Because once that's on, you got them. They're yours. And now, uh, you know, you just continue to uh, educate and, and market with integrity. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Yep. All right. So let's get into the single, the single double, Barry. Single double. The Chris Davis, single double trademark, <laughs> Chris Davis, 2000. Yes. I stumbled across this uh, back in my days with Infusionsoft and Office Autopilot and everything. And Active Campaign allowed me to do it so easy. I was like, oh my God. Actually, Barry, I may, people may not even realize there is a timer in Active Campaign that no other platform has. And I'm going to introduce it right here, right now. And, right. and, <laughs> and just at the time of recording this, they've just put universal time into the automation. Oh, and if I could scream and not be judged, I would do it right now. <laughs> you won't judge. This is a safe environment, Chris. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So check this out, Barry. Um, everybody knows single double. Single opt-in is somebody enters in their email address and they're automatically added to your list. Double opt-in means that they're not added to their list. Even though they've entered their email address on your landing page, they're not added to your list, but they click a link in a confirmation email that they're sent. So a lot of people use double opt-in because it keeps your list clean and it's better, good practice. A lot of people use single opt-in because they don't care about that. (laughs) They just want the email to start marketing. I'm right in the middle. I am right in the middle. I understand both. And I know a lot of people starting out, they really should use double opt-in because there's a lot of trust that they need to build up. But once your trust is built in, your brand is established, you should move to single opt just to be able to eliminate the friction. Um, remember, keep the slide slippery. So what, I, what I've got is a middle ground that works for both starters and advanced users. And the nature of it is single opt-in. So this means they're going to enter in their email address and they're going to get, they're going to be added to your list. So before I say that, I subscribe to Barry's uh, ideology of using a master list and active campaign. One main list that all of your contacts are added to because we're going to use tags to segment them uh, by the actions that they take. Okay. We're all about the tags here. Yes. Yes. So you're going to need some tags for this. <laughs> You've got your master list. They opt in and they're added to the master list and they're sent the, the welcome email. And, and this welcome email delivers the lead magnet, delivers the promise, and engages them and asks them to reply. All right? Now, here's where it gets very interesting. If I am one of those people that I know, I've seen this time and time again, Barry, 
if they don't engage early, it's going to be very hard to get them to engage later. Right. Right. They gave you their email address is the hottest they'll ever be. Okay. Unless they attend a webinar or some other event that heats them back up. But right then and there, if they don't take action there, the chances that they take action later drop exponentially as they may remain on your list. And a lot of people will keep sending these people emails and then it'll just hurt your reputation. So I'm one of those people that I don't necessarily care if my list isn't a hundred thousand. If it's 10,000 and all of them are highly engaged, I guarantee you, I'll always beat you. I'll always beat your hundred thousand list. Yeah, all right. Sure. So understand that's my, my mindset when I do this. So the first email has gone out. And what I'm looking for is I'm waiting for a link click. And once they click a link in that first email, I have an automation in Active Campaign that just sets a tag and says they're either engaged or they're marketable. It just means that I, this person, I know I can reach their inbox. All right. So that's the first email. And I have that automation running for every link. Anytime somebody clicks a link or opens an email, I'm going to say, hey, they've engaged for the most part. I have a tag that it says they're engaged um, because now I know I can reach their inbox. That's the whole point of double opt-in is to make sure that you can reach somebody's inbox. Right. So, so I've sent them that welcome email. Well, guess what happens? What if they don't open or click the link? Now I have a, a yes, no branch, <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I wait a day and I see, have they clicked or opened an email? If, it, if it's no, if they have not, I'm going to send them a reminder. And it's real simple. It's like, hey, did you still want this? <laughs> like literally, that's the, the subject line. And you'd be amazed at how many people, oh, I've, oh yeah, yeah, I do. And they'll go in there and they'll click. And guess what? They open the email and click. Now I know I can reach their inbox. Yeah, we have a saying in Australia, it's, oi. <laughs> did you still want this? Um, so this is for new subscribers who haven't been on your list previously. So this isn't necessarily for somebody who's yeah, yeah. So been if on they've been on decided your list, they want this lead magnet. Absolutely. So guess what? If they've been on your list and they've already opened and clicked the email, that condition, that initial condition will already be met. Yeah, that's right. And they'll just continue down the flow, which is beautiful, right? And so here's where I wanted to introduce a wait state. In Active Campaign, they got the first email. I waited a day to see if they clicked the link or opened it. They have not. So now they've got this reminder. There is a wait in Active Campaign that says wait until. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can wait. Well, I, I think it's wait until. I think it's actually wait. You can wait a certain amount of days. Or you can wait until the action has taken place or a specified amount of time. Or even both, actually. Yeah, yeah. So this wait is, is both. It's, I should have had it up. But anyways, it's in the automation that I'll share with you all at the end of this podcast. So what I do is I have this wait state, two-condition wait state, is I'm going to wait for an email to be opened or a link to be clicked or wait for 30 days. Some you can do 15, uh, 14 days. You could do seven days. It all depends on you. Right. So what that is saying is I'm giving you 30 days. <laughs> I'm giving you 30 days to click this link. And if you don't click it, I'm going to add a tag to you that you're not engaged. Right. So when it comes time to do list cleanup or hygiene or whatnot, you will be getting the boot or you'll be added to a retargeting list. Or when I'm sending my broadcast, I'm going to suppress you because you say, haven't engaged. Well, I'm going to Go send ahead. a couple guys around to your house who believe me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. So it, it, this works beautifully 
because you immediately filter out the people who aren't serious, just out the gate. So now that you know in active campaign, you can go and look up your tag engaged and how many other people pull up under that tag, you know your open rate is going to be at least 30%. I've never seen this sequence not create an open rate of over 30% for campaigns sent to people who use this ever. Right. So that's 30% of when you're sending to that engaged segment? Is, or, yep, or, yep. Yeah, sending okay. a broadcast. Yep, like a campaign is what it's called. In, and in just to clarify, time. since this is not yep. very visual medium, um, so that wait 30 days, that's under that no branch in that they haven't clicked. Yes. So you got that yes, no branch. Have they opened this? No, they haven't. Then you're going to send them the, oh, it might open the email um, <laughs> one. Yes. And then you're going to wait 30 days and then you're going to give them the boot or put them on a less engaged segment or yep. to get rid of them all together. Absolutely. And what that timer is going to do is say any email, have they clicked? Any email, have they opened? Or has it been 30 days? It's looking for those three events. Yep. And all one, just one of them has to be satisfied and they'll move on. Yeah. Um, so once they move on, cause it's like, oh, they clicked, they'll move on. And then, uh, you know, an active campaign, I use the go to action mm-hmm. and I just send that go to action to email number two, which would be the first email in your follow-up sequence. And then they get the rest of the, the delivery sequence. So, uh, this will be a bit more apparent when we do the show notes, but, um, yep. so is, is that five email or in this case, six, cause you've got the welcome plus the five, um, yep. That lives under the yes branch. So, yes, yeah. it's under the yes. They have to engage to get it, Barry. And then because so if they don't, I, I I know that I'm going to send emails <laughs> that they don't care about. <laughs> exactly right. So that so that go to action moves them basically off that no branch across over onto the yes branch. There you go. That first yep. second email, right? Cool. Got it. There you go. Super. Yep. And and this is kind of like uh, the starter of all of my sequences. All of my sequences do this. And like I said, I'm glad you brought up if they're already on your list, because if they're already on their list, this does never affects them. That's right. And if they, and here's what you'll see too, Barry, um, because most people, uh, like I said, I have 30 days. I'm intentional with 30 days because I send a broadcast. I send broadcasts, right? Mm-hmm. So the, most people are sending a weekly broadcast. So what you're saying is you didn't open my first email. So I'm going to send four broadcast emails to you. And if you open any one of those four emails or click a link in there, I'll finish delivering what I promised. I'll finish nurturing um, nice. off the nice. initial opt-in. So it's, it's really it's it's really good. It, it took me a while to really architect it and understand uh, how to do it. But when I got my hands on Active Campaign, it was like the missing piece because I've kind of been holding it in my head. And uh, I've built it out at least, whew, I can't count how many times I've built it out. And it's worked like magic every time. Every single time. It's just, uh, you know, engaging people early and delivering what you promised goes a long way. You don't have to be all, you know, tricky and all these tactics. <laughs> you just, you know, do what you say and do it well. I tell you what, man, I've talked to lots and lots of internet marketers, and lots of automators, and there's a really common theme. And that common theme is just keep it really simple and do that simple thing really well. Like you don't That's have it. to get super complex with this stuff. Yes, that's it. And if you use like this, the single double, like I'm saying, it doesn't matter how long your nurture sequence is. It it, it doesn't matter because this is just the first email that you're using this to get your high engagement so that when you look at, you know, when people progress through, uh, they're engaged and it works. And and I will say one one thing to make sure of is when you're building out your, your follow-up sequence, remember you're asking and encouraging people to reply. 
So please reply to their emails. Oh my goodness. Please reply as fast as you can, honestly, um, to their emails. You don't have to be a slave to them, but you have to, the faster you can reply, the more trust you'll build. That's right. That's right. Um, Okay. So just quickly, let's go back to that, that five follow-up sequence or that six email follow-up sequence, get the welcome. And then the five follow-ups or however many steps there are in your lead magnet. Yeah. are those going out every day, one a day for the next five days? Or? Yeah, I've you know what I've seen. Uh, I've seen a lot of people kind of do the what first one is a one day delay, then the next one three day, next one five. Uh, Pat Flynn uh, recently showed one of his sequences that goes out like thirty days, and it's only like six emails. But he's got like five days, nine days in between. I would recommend starting out just use a day delay, yeah, um, between each one. Uh, starting out. And as you get more uh, advanced or more in the know with your contacts on your in your database, you can start spreading that out or whatnot. But uh, starting out, one day delay between all of them. And then the other question I had was, uh, while they're in that five email sequence or six email sequence, yeah. um, are you isolating them from broadcasts as well? So that they're just getting those five before you start uh, broadcasting to them? There you, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'm, I'm isolating them. I have what you call do not disturb mode. Um, <laughs> I will not disturb them as they are digesting that follow-up sequence. Now, afterwards, right when they finish, I apply the tag that enables them to start receiving my, my broadcast yeah, or my campaign. So you're just yep. using a tag to isolate them from, so your broadcast segment is like everybody, but the people with the isolate tag or the do not disturb Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, man. Well, that was cool. Very practical, very exciting. And you're upselling in each of those uh, five, for those five emails as well? Yes. I, yes. I, and, and as I mentioned, if you're selling a book, you gave away a chapter, right? And in every email, you're doing something like, I go about this in depth in my book. Or, you know, you're mentioning, it's not a real hard push, Barry. Like, yeah. I don't want people to think they have to be this used car salesman type person. What you're doing is you're explaining that I, there's more in the product. You know, like I mentioned this in, in chapter five, I write on, you know, I mentioned yeah. X, Y, Z. Right. I provide the framework in chapter seven. I provide this framework in chapter seven. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And then provide them a link to get the product. Yeah. You're just giving them more what they're interested in. Hashtag slipperiness. <laughs> right. Slipperiness. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's a fantastic sequence, uh, Chris. And I understand you're going to share that with all listeners as well. Is that right? Absolutely, Barry. I, I know, I knew before I came on that this was going to need a visual representation. Yeah. Um, so I have exactly that. I have a blueprint. It is literally a blueprint. It's blue background, white, <laughs> white text, everything. But it maps out all of these automations and how they need to be set up. But I'm not stopping there. There's also a link when you download this blueprint to download the automation in Active Campaign. So you can just import it from there. You don't have to build it. You could just start building out your, your uh, follow up emails and be up and going with little to no friction, slipperiness. Awesome. awesome. Hashtag slipperiness. Chris, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, that's fantastic. So if you want to head over to the show notes, um, There'll be uh, all the information we just mentioned there and you'll be able to download it. Uh, Chris, yes. I want to thank you so much for coming on, sharing another great sequence with us. Always great talking to, to you and uh, all the listeners out there. If you want some more 
great marketing automation for myself. And Chris, you can join us in the Automation Nation private Facebook group. Just hit yes. Facebook and type in Automation Nation. Ask to join and we'll let you in and uh, you can share in all the uh, the great minds uh, in marketing automation that are constantly uh, sharing great tips inside that community. Yes. And I will say, Barry, we don't hold back. <laughs> we don't know if you have a question, it's going to be answered. And uh, I've been known to even private message people if they need a little more hands on approach. So it's not one of those groups where we're out to get something. We're truly out to give and educate you on marketing automation so you can succeed. Yeah, Chris and I both kind of share a, an ethos and a vision that uh, more people need to get this stuff. We're on a crusade to uh, yes. educate about marketing automation. So that's Absolutely. why I love talking to Chris. And by all means, join us inside the community and you will learn stuff every single day in there. It's great. Absolutely. And I would say, um, just in case, because I know you published this to Stitcher and iTunes, if you don't have access to the show notes, I'll uh, make it easy for you as well. Uh, I've got a link for you, chrisldavis.com, uh, C-H-R-I-S, chrisldavis.com forward slash A-M blueprint, A-M as an active marketer, uh, blueprint, all with, without any spaces. So A-M blueprint, and uh, you'll be able to download that blueprint as well. And you will be subjected to the single double, no doubt. <laughs> you will, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yes, you will. All right. Thanks so much for coming on. Always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, have fun at the uh, upcoming Lead Pages event. Yes, yes, I will. Thank you so much, Barry. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Chris. Well, there you have it. You are now armed and ready to go out there and create your own perfect follow-up sequence for your lead magnet. I'd like to really thank Chris Davis for coming on. I love talking to him. He's such a great guy. If you want to find all the show notes, you can find them over at theactivemarketer.com forward slash slippery, of course. Theactivemarketer.com forward slash slippery. That's where you'll find them all. Uh, we'll share everything we talked about in the episode, including uh, an automation that Chris is going to share with everybody. We'll have links to that. Chris and I also run a closed Facebook group called Automation Nation. So if you want to learn everything about marketing automation, you want your questions answered, you want to pick up some great tips from the collective wisdom of all the members of Automation Nation, head over to Facebook. Just do a search for Automation Nation and let us know you heard about it on the podcast. Request uh, access to the group and we'll look forward to seeing you inside. And by all means, you know by now, if you're a listener, that you need to get your tagging sorted out. Every marketing automation platform runs, lives, and dies by its tagging. That's why we've created our own lead magnet, which is the Ninja Guide to Tagging. And you can pick that up for free and get your tagging sorted out. So you can head over to theactivemarketer.com forward slash tagging guide, all one word, and download your free Ninja Guide to Tagging. And you can read that. While we're busy recording the next episode, and we'll see you back next week for another great interview. In the meantime, get out there and design, automate, and scale your business to the next level with sales and marketing automation. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Active Marketer Podcast. You can find the show notes and all the latest marketing automation news over at theactivemarketer.com.